What's up, everybody? It is another week and another episode of Yala. Bum. It is our weekly episode where Terrence and I, i.e. Ministry of Funny, talk about some shit that's been on our mind. It is Friday evening, while the rest of Singapore is TGIFing. Yeah, here we are complaining about things <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. ranting and, and ranting. Yeah, and if you are listening, no, this is not going to come out on Friday, this is going to come out on Saturday. Yep. So just bear that in mind, but hopefully, I mean, once in a while it's nice to, to let some steam off. Uh, and, and I mean, if you don't want to let the steam off, we can help you do that. Yeah, we'll help you plant a seed to help you uh, blow off steam over the weekend. Yeah. Because our topic this week is something related <laughs> to seeds. If, yeah. <laughs> I think that was a that was a not the not the best analogy, Terence. <laughs> yeah. But it's related to seeds because there was an article published by this website in Singapore called Seedly. Yeah. Seedly, which was published on twenty fourth July, and the topic of the the title of the 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 article is why is the salary of Singapore's prime minister so high? Yeah. The 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 million dollar question that comes up every single fucking year. But actually the big thing, although the article was published on twenty fourth July, which was yeah. like a month plus ago. Yeah. Uh it actually got shared on Tuesday by a rather prominent figure in Singapore's uh political and economic landscape, Ho Ching, who is the wife of Prime Minister Lee Hsien Long and also the CEO of Tomasic, the government uh, sovereign fund, sovereign fund of yeah. the Singapore government, which uh, is worth I don't know three hundred billion, uh, and they have hell, investments yeah. in like a fuck ton of companies. And there's also a lot of speculation on how much she gets paid. Yeah. But because that's kind of like a private, no, not say a private wealth fund, it's not as public as a politician. There isn't that much scrutiny of her salary, yeah. And that I think is the topic of the other day of yeah. another day, lah. But why, why, why did her sharing this post garner so much attention on? Let's, let's, on last count, Yahoo Singapore, Mothership, uh, Bloomberg, uh, South, China Morning Citizen, Post. South China Morning Post have all talked about her sharing this article. Why? Yeah, I mean, it's just, okay, I think, I think there are many angles why, why people cover it. First of all, at a very core level, you know how there are those fucking annoying couples on Facebook yeah. when they share some article about their other half. The humble brag. Yeah, yeah, the humble brag. This is a fucking the, humble the, brag. No, it's, not, it's, the, it's the second degree humble brag. Humble yeah, bragging about your wife or your husband. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, come on, man. Like, already there are so many of my friends, shout out to my friends who do this, who just, like, humble braggily share articles that talk about, yeah, how their spouse has gotten this or raised that much money and it annoys the crap out of me. La. So, to me, at a very core level, even without thinking about the baggage or the, the overall context, I'm like, come on, lah, eh. This is essentially just sharing an article that talks about why your husband gets paid so high, la. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> this humble that? bragging of the highest level. It's exactly. not even it's not even talking about how much he gets paid. It's talking about why he deserves yeah. every, the high pay that he gets. Yeah, it's not even <laughs> even if you said, oh, you know, I'm so proud of my husband who's earning this much. I can let it slide, la. But this is not even this is assuming you fucking there's no doubt why he's earn, whether how much he's earning. But here is why he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, so so that at a very fundamental level. So, so you think basically you think all couples should also stop doing that kind of thing. <laughs> I right. mean, okay, I wouldn't say all couples lah, but some couples take it to the next level mm, mm, Yeah, mm. and 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 I know you know which couples uh, common to us do that because yeah. you always send yeah. me screenshots. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I've seen it before. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah, so that at the core level, that to me doesn't matter who you are. You do that. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, I mean. Is it? Don't you find it very gauche? Like in the sense, is that kind of gross? Like imagine walking to a party, like, hey everyone, this is my husband, and he earns this yeah. much money, and he's so successful. Yeah. You know why? Here are the reasons. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like That's kind of obnoxious? Like, 
And you do it on Facebook when you know a lot of people yeah, see And you're it. a public figure. Exactly. Come on. And yeah. it's really such a contentious issue. Yeah. And so that's one thing. The second thing, okay, this website, okay, Seedly, I know it's a pride and joy of Singapore startup scene and they're doing well and kudos to the founders and whatnot. But yeah. there's this disclaimer after the first three few paragraphs of the website that reads, and I quote, we have no political affiliations and just want to put the, to rest the rumors and questions that are swirling around the internet through good old-fashioned research and the use of facts and figures from official sources. So, if you read through the article, we will put the link in the show notes and all. First of all, you, there's this, this, this condescending streak that is just reeking from that statement. But can I first have an open disclaimer? Yeah. Is that I think Harish and I have both met the people behind Seedly before as well. Yeah. Through context of context and stuff like that. And I think they're all pretty well-intentioned people. They're basically a site that uh, is for millennials and learning how to manage yeah. their personal finances, which I think is a very noble cause. And yeah. I think, in fact, I think more people should have that kind of education than less. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what, we wanted, what we want to point out is that this article in particular seems to, you know, it's oversimplify certain things, right? Yeah, yeah, and okay, so I mean, I don't know how many of you guys have read this article, but I'll briefly just go through the main headings like, in their millennial speak. They even have uh, TLDR, a top performing CEO should command top dollar for his or her work. The next point, and each of these sections have point bullet points for uh, to, to justify that header. Like. Then another one compares Singapore versus Malaysia versus Hong Kong versus China versus USA versus UK in terms of GDP and whatnot. Uh, another one, if you pay peanuts, do you get monkeys? Um, and then the GDP per capita comparison. So they just compare it across countries. The population comparison, um, uh, a quote from Lee Kuan Yew that kind of implies higher pay will attract a talented team so the country can prosper. And then they go into a breakdown of how the Singapore's ministry, how a Singapore minister's salary is calculated, followed by conclusion, Singapore needs the best talents to run the ship. And that's the article. So yeah. what I really didn't like about this article, it's, it's, you know, like, it almost feels like there's this secondary school project this person is doing. The mm-hmm. question is, why is the salary of Singapore's prime minister so high? And then you just think, oh, okay, let me Google. Comparison is always good. Let me see how much leaders of other countries get paid and then justify why our minister deserves this much. And the reasons are just fucking nonsense. I mean, they're, they're, there's, there's certain things like, Okay, since 1960, the GDP per capita of Singapore has grown the most across the countries we compared. 133 times to uh, compare, 42 times more than Malaysia, 107 times more than Hong Kong, 98 times more than China, 19 times of USA, 28 times uh, of UK. You want to compare with Hong Kong, it's a country with a similar geographical size, similar population, I can understand. But to just compare GDP with China, with US, there's so many other factors. And this assumes that it is solely the consequence of our prime minister that this happened. Yeah. And I find that is a very simplified way of looking at it. Yeah, I mean, GDP per capita as a measure of a country's success is generally a, such an outdated concept, really. Yeah. There's so many things. How about the Gini coefficients, for example, inequality in the country, right? How about, uh, you know, just even level of happiness in the country or or, or, or even just down to what a politician is about, uh, you know, the the approval ratings or something like that. Something that you can find some measure of objectivity in there as well. Yeah. But they just go back to the one thing, it's just money. GDP per capita. Money. GDP. You know? And then there's another thing. The population of Singapore has grown the second fastest across the various countries we compared. 3.8 times... Uh, 3.4 times compared to 3.8 times in Malaysia, 2.4 times in Hong Kong, 1.9 times in China. But I mean, 
come on, like, again, the population of Singapore has grown fastest for so many fucking reasons, which I do not know, but to just assume against that it's purely down to leadership and that's why the leaders must be compensated. What about the the people who built our buildings, the people who who clean our streets? They also did an amazing job, but are they being compensated? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, and I think uh, another thing when you compare all different countries, they say that Singapore has like um, the most transparent wage structure for politicians uh, where there are, there are no performance perks and bonuses and stuff like that. Or it's all included in the package. Whereas for other countries, let's say like Donald Trump in the US, he's got his Air Force One and he's mm. got his paid vacations and stuff like that. That's not included in his salary. So they're saying that, you know, it's it's a very hard to do an apples to apples comparison for it. Uh. But I mean, I'm just thinking at the same time, right, there's a lot of other things that comes with being come with being Prime Minister or what there are other perks that come with being a Prime Minister that that are not they're not enjoyed by private citizens right yeah and those things are, are not listed in there as well so it, I think it's kind of a you you bring up Donald Trump's or, or the Air Force One but you don't bring up other things that that being Prime Minister of Singapore you enjoy as well yeah right? that's why like are you the, the person that the world goes to anytime fucking Russia wants to go to war with China yeah. And again, that is an oversimplification, but we don't claim to be political analysts or uh, an expert in a certain area. Like yeah. This website, which claims to be a knowledge portal of finance for millennials, I think they are responsible not only for educating in like facts and rational arguments, but not just oversimplifying yeah. this argument. Like If you look at this table, there's a table that compares the countries, the leaders, the annual salary, the GDP per capita of that country, the salary multiple of GDP per capita, the GDP growth, and the population. So, number one is Singapore, Lee Hsien Loong, 2.2 million. Number two is Carrie Lam, the chief executive of Hong Kong. She's doing an awesome job. Number three is Donald Trump. Number four is Boris Johnson. Number five is Mater from Malaysia. And number six is Xi Jinping. So why I think this table doesn't make sense is on this table, Xi Jinping's salary is 29000 How the fuck does that make sense? If you ask anyone, the leader of China is making 29000 a year. Is yeah. that something that can be taken at face value? Yeah. Yeah, and if you're using that as a fact in an argument that's supposed to justify this kind of very contentious issues, then I think you're being irresponsible. Yeah. Oh, just but just to lay out here is that we're not our discussion here today is not about the salary of the prime minister per se. Yeah. It's actually about the way the information is presented in this article that almost is pushing it's pushing you what you should be analyzing in I mean, it's basically pushing you away from objectively looking at numbers and trying to come up with a conclusion yourself. Yeah. And pushing you to something. And I, it, to me, like the more insidious diagram that they used was, again, if you scroll further up on the article, that Prime Minister annual salary. So they show all the countries you mentioned, pictures of the Prime Ministers and their amounts ranked. And then on the right side, suddenly there's a pop-up of the DBS CEO's face just popping out on the bottom right-hand corner saying, <laughs> uh, in quotes, I made 11.9 million last year. Almost DBS, like a meme like that. Yeah, DBS CEO Piyush Gupta. So, immediately, they're trying to, what they're trying to say with this diagram, what this diagram insinuates is that this or everything that these politicians are earning are still peanuts compared to the top-ranking CEO of a global banker. Yeah, so, that's right. Again, like, then the context matters, right? Like, why, why, why are you comparing a DBS CEO to political leaders? Because that's, to me, that's not a fair comparison. And yeah. 
this are so this immediately is trying to push you towards to to come to a conclusion that hey they still make so little compared to a DBS CEO. Yeah, and right? then they use the same argument that yeah the the there's uh if if a top CEO of a big bank gets paid this much, being a prime minister which is equally hard, you should get this much. Prime being prime minister is fucking hard. I can't even imagine like being prime minister of like. Uh, like uh, I that's a stupid thing I said. I can't imagine being a, a prime minister at all. Uh. But but and I don't want to go into get the difficulty of the job. There's no okay. First of all, the the pay scale across all jobs is not really purely tied to how difficult it is. Like there are so many bullshit jobs out there that earn so much, and so many jobs that are so hard that earn don't earn that much. Like so, I think that argument already is flawed. But when you kind of yeah, of course, when you compare two point two million to eleven point nine million, it looks like peanuts, lah. But if you were to compare 2.2 million to other jobs that are equally hard, then yeah. it also has the same problem. So that's why this whole comparison across different sectors and different jobs are fucking stupid. Yeah. And there's this line saying, the Prime Minister does not receive a performance bonus as there is no one to assess his performance annually. However, he still receives the national bonus. Actually, there are a lot of people who assess his performance. Yeah. But it's just when they give him a bad rating, <laughs> they go to jail. <laughs> they, uh, allegedly, allegedly a bad rating. Yeah, they uh, uh, allegedly. And they get into shit lah. Yeah. So this whole and there's the in one section the bullet points. It just and I mean just from the top line, you know when they say we uh want to put to rest the rumors and questions. Who mm. the hell are you to put the to rest these rumors and questions around such a complicated issue? Yeah. Yeah. You're just. I mean I don't know how much research went into this. And then that are swirling around the internet through good old fashioned research because only you do good old fashioned research and everyone is just talking nonsense. But but here's the thing, right? I mean, uh, there's a lot of data out there. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, uh, sometimes we complain about okay, Straits Times doesn't have an opinion. You know, Straits Times has a national newspaper yeah. just reports whatever is given to them in the press release. They don't have an opinion. Maybe these guys have an opinion about it. Mm. And what they are trying to do is to convince us in that direction. So do you think like there is a better way they could have presented this that it doesn't sm- just doesn't smell so much like they're trying to push us in a certain direction and then they pretend not to? Is there a better way to do it? Because at the end of the day, yeah, you have to go through a lot of data and it's difficult to pull out exactly what is useful and what's not and to present it in a, in a way that young millennials will enjoy. I do mean, you think it's a better way to do it? I do think there's a better way, but that would require a lot more, a lot more in-depth discussion across a lot of different things, like which I don't think is the goal of the Sealy website. Yeah. Uh, so that's why, I mean, it's it's basically like for any content creator that wants to touch a topic that's complicated. Yeah. You can do a lot more injustice by being simple about it than injustice by not talking about it, Are you talking about like? Like Nas Daily, yeah. I mean, I mean, certain things, for yeah. Example. Certain things like what he's like. Nas Daily did a video two weeks ago where he says democracy is broken and it doesn't work, and he uses China as a as an example of a system that's non-democratic but seems to work in a three-minute video. Like you can't just simplify that kind of that kind of shit in a three-minute video. And the tricky thing is the thing about social media these days is that people see this and it's so easy to share. Yeah. And if people, how many people actually read through this article? Exactly. Right. And they, they even put a disclaimer under here. It's a four minute read. So you just need four minutes to understand why is the salary of Singapore's prime minister so high? Just four minutes. Yeah. Just four minutes to understand this topic. I mean, come on, man. And yeah, I guess the way they started off also, the first line of the article is we just celebrated Singapore's 54th national day. 
As, and considering that it's our bicentennial year, we thought it might be interesting to revisit the growth, growth we've accomplished. And blah, blah. basically, it's just carrying the balls of Singapore. Yeah. And then there's a little disclaimer saying, we have no political affiliations. But are you telling me that now that Ho Ching has shared it, you, you aren't a little happy that, oh my God, the chairman or chairperson, chairwoman of our sovereign wealth fund has shared our article. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, not to say they started off wanting that to happen. La, yeah. But it just feels like... Mm. Yeah, so for me, the biggest thing is that uh, I want to... Ho- anyone who publishes stuff in Singapore, right, in the mainstream media, and nowadays for the news media, I mean the so-called alternative media online, yeah. right? They're, yeah. they're no longer alternative. La, they're almost mainstream media. Yeah. So uh, we should hold them to a higher standard because yeah. that's something that we've not done for the last 30, 40 years is to hold media and people who control information to a higher standard where you know we 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 should be questioning everything that we read much more carefully especially in this day and age because there's so much fake news out there and the government is trying so hard to protect us and i really think like you know we need we ourselves need to start to really analyze whatever's presented in front of us as news so to me like this article i mean it's, again, it's not about how much his salary yeah. is and whether we think it's high or not. Because we're not in the best person to comment yeah. on that. Also. Yeah, we're really not. But but the way that it's presented as if it's objective, but then you re- just look into it and then you're like, wait, wait, you're basing his salary based on comparing GDP per capita in 1960 yeah. compared to now. And I'm like, that's kind no, of disingenuous. Like, the word, I would say, it's disingenuous. It's not You're not lying or what, but it's basically, yeah, you're pushing people in a certain, to reach a certain conclusion and trying to pretend like your objective that you are, you know, we're cool, we're for millennials and this is all you need to know about this topic and nothing more. Yeah. And I mean, like what you said, right now, there's a, there's and there's so much information online. Yeah. Right. But the downside to that is I think you can shape, you can find enough data to shape any argument you want. Let's say if I want to write a thesis paper, should I shave my body and be completely hairless or yeah. keep every strand of hair? I'm pretty sure I can find enough data to write a five-page paper or a four-minute read on either way. La. Because there'll be some study done by someone who might not even exist that paints a certain way, thing this way. And yeah, then, then it's just the whole problem of echo chambers. La. And and like there was this article that was... that I mean, there's news broke out across all outlets that you can Google. Apparently, fake news causes fake memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did studies where they asked people and they threw up a bunch of headlines, some of which were real, some of which were fake, and they asked people whether they remember reading it. So the interesting thing is, not only did people remember reading it, they painted quite vivid memories of when they read that. Yeah. They were like, oh, you know, that was the day I decided to vote Republican over the, 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 instead of Democrat. And the, So, I mean, the, the thing about sharing articles or information that is disingenuous is so dangerous, man. Especially when you're a website that claims to be millennial-focused, right? And I think generally, millennials really get more news from outlet, outlets like this than mainstream media. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, oh, wow, the, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, come on, guys, yeah. come on. Okay, but going back uh, to the idea yeah, of... This whole thing is Terrence reeling me in. Huh? <laughs> yeah, because I, I also don't want to sound too much like... Uh, like I mean, okay, these guys, maybe they, they try. Like, I mean, they're young guys. That's That I know for sure. Yeah. They're a young group of very hungry, very uh, uh, passionate entrepreneurs and I respect them for, for doing this because I think it's, it's something that's much needed. A website like, like Seedly is something much needed. Um, but just going back to, to what we're talking about, hoaching and you know, humble bragging and talking about her husband and all that, is there really, you know, if she really just really wanted to share the article, is there a better way she could have done something or, or, 
or caveats or something like that. But I mean, I just I just find it funny. Like I honestly think if you are in her position, like to share this, there's <laughs> a very contentious thing. Yeah. It just makes you seem like, hey, come on, like you need this website to back up your claims, is it? But you know, she's not that. She's the one that posted the. I know the, the, monkey, middle, the monkey show monkey in the middle finger. Middle finger <laughs> that time, I think was it to avoid the Oxley Road thing as well. Yeah. Like no, it, maybe it was around that. So what was the context of it? She she just shared. She just did a very like like my mom does it also like shared his picture with no caption. Because mm. she thinks she wants to send it to her friend or something, then she clicks share, share now, and boom, it's there. Yeah, I think it was in 2016 where Ho Ching, uh, uh, the sister, I mean, I mean, basically, Prime Minister Lee's sister accused him of abusing his power to commemorate the one-year anniversary of his father's passing to establish a dynasty in Singapore. <laughs> and then I think she just posted a, a captionless monkey. picture of a monkey showing a third finger. Yeah, it's the damn old person thing to do, right? <laughs> just share a picture. Because Facebook also damn smart. They have that, that function where you click share, they click share now, right? Yeah. And you just share it and you have no idea. Yeah. And then she took it down quite quickly. But once you post something on the internet, yeah. so, it so, stays. So, I mean, maybe the, the funny thing is that she doesn't see herself as a public figure that much. Yeah, okay, but then to me, she's been in this position for how long? She has literally spent years in a family that has political, like, roots in their blood. So to me, whenever, it's like, you know how you hear those people say, oh, you know, uh, what was it? Like, uh, that argument, oh, I'm just uh, this, I say that, you know, I'm, or like, okay, when celebrities complain about, oh, you know, the paparazzi, yeah, granted, it's a, it's a, it's not good that people pry into your life. But sometimes some arguments I hear is like, yeah, you kind of you kind of need to bear in mind what you're getting yeah. into. It's part of the package, lah. It's right? part of the yeah, package. And that's why you get paid so much, because you have to you become a public figure. Lah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and there are certain things when you're a public figure, you just have to be a bit more responsible and think a bit more about what you share. So she can't so Ho Ching don't share ah, memes. Don't share <laughs> memes. Someone, someone just put like a a, a millennial kind of test on 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 her uh, computer. So anytime she has to share, she has to answer like, <laughs> what does uh, rec, uh What was the current lingo? The latest lingo of what? Uh, like on fleek. Oh, on like fleek, just yeah. ask, what does on fleek mean? Give her three multiple choice questions. She gets it wrong. Answer, yeah. Cannot post. Yeah, because <laughs> until she gets her, her her pop culture and like general internet uh, behavior up to speed, right? She should not be sharing shit like this. Maybe maybe there needs to be like a breathalyzer test every time before she's about to go onto Facebook or something. Breathalyzer. <laughs> no, because you know those like big parties where they entertain foreign dignitaries. Yeah. There's a lot of wine flowing all that. Then she goes home and opens her laptop. She's like, yeah. fuck this article. Yeah, oh. it makes so much sense. Yeah. My husband is awesome. I, and I say that because she used a word or phrase at the end of her post. Um, oh yeah. Which, she which post- I... I I've been, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of shallow, I'm stupid, so I don't really know how, what this context is. She said, um, having to have these qualities of excellence, we must not take advantage of our politicians to underpay or require them to wear hair suits for a show of sainthood. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh? Wearing I don't hair know, suits we tried Googling the, it, right? Yeah, so wearing hair suits for the show of sainthood, I, we literally tried Googling it. I tried to find out what, to define what hair suits is and I keep being led to something else. Uh. So, what exactly does wearing hair suits mean? Uh? <laughs> I don't know. Was it, does it mean like getting a hair cut on a salary for a show of sainthood? But why, why do you have to cut your hair for a show of sainthood? No, as in you trim your salary. Like you oh. get a haircut. It's like we're, we're doing a haircut on your salary. <laughs> uh. So like she said, wear suit is like, that sounds to me like a wig or something. Like wearing a wig. Is that what she's saying? Like you fake, you wear a fake wig for a show of sainthood. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying maybe 
put down the glass or put down the glass. <laughs> take, put away the laptop. You know? <laughs> then even like the way she says, I have no view one way or the other about who deserves what. <laughs> I have one hour, however, one view about tables of comparison like the one given article. Then blah, 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 a few paragraphs. I do have one more view. <laughs> <laughs> okay, la, to be fair, this was posted apparently on uh, 7.55 a.m. 7.55 a.m. Well, late night, uh, late night. Actually. Maybe before the first coffee. Before. <laughs> no, and then it also like the paragraph, when we look for people, whether for public service or social services, like helping the poor, the disabled, or the disadvantaged, we need to have those with the right heart of passion, ABD commitment, okay, grammar error there, and the right hand of skills, knowledge, and capabilities, and the right head of wisdom and understanding of long-term effects and sustainable systems. So that's the justification why people in positions like that need to be paid a lot. Which is a topic for another discussion already because I also feel the social services sector kind of underpays people. But when you have like something with the right heart of passion and commitment, (laughs) then why do you need to pay that two point, like millions of dollars? So, I don't have the right answer, but I just feel like sharing articles like this, like, come on lah. And, and yeah. the header image of that article that shows up on her post also is that graph where Lee Shen Lung is uh, top with the, the money he earns. Uh. And you know the fantastic thing, the punchline to all this is, what? if you click on her profile picture right now, it's her, <laughs> I think at Oktoberfest, with a, with a Paulina, 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 a pint of Paulina sitting in front of her. And she says it's at the beer garden. Then like, okay, <laughs> okay, this is this is this is the, another, another example of you know what's that game where you whisper in one ear, then you keep whispering, and then you oh, see yeah. how the message gets yeah. murdered. So mothership, they kind of they do this summary of like, okay, you know, the debate, what are the main points of this article that they talk about. So they have this one point saying that okay, okay, but in summary, a top performing leader, blah, blah blah. So then they have this one point saying that the Sealy article labels Singaporeans as beasts that its leaders have to tame and manage and that Singapore has a fast-growing population. So when I read that, I was like, huh? Did the silly article label Singaporeans as beasts? So then you go to the silly article, you do a control F and the word beast come up and it's basically, they, what they wrote verbatim is, is it gives a good indication of what kind of beast these leaders have to tame and manage. It is also a good indication of the income taxpayers who contribute to the country's national reserves. So... I don't know, does that mean they're referring to beasts or like, is like climate change a political yeah, yeah. beast, right? Yeah, yeah I think that's so what that, it means. So that, hey, mothership, yeah. come on lah, wallah way. Yeah. Can you, I read this, I was like, whoa, did a politician really call Singaporeans beasts? <laughs> <laughs> it labels Singaporeans as beasts that the leaders have to tame and manage. <laughs> Jesus, wow. This is like mothership <laughs> versus Sydney. No, exactly. Like, oh my God, it's just a clusterfuck of what the fuck is going on, man. So in, in this case, I think mothership quoted them out of context. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly, and it's the problem. You see what Sealy has oh, started. Shit. Yeah, yeah. That's why when I read that, okay, when I read that, I was like, fuck, man. If Sealy did that, yo, then now I'm in defense of Sealy because mothership. Hello, yeah. they did not label Singaporean as beasts. What kind of beasts? What kind of beasts? Yeah, so Malay beasts, Indian beasts, <laughs> Chinese beasts, CMIO beasts. <laughs> Oh, what kind what of beast do you fuck, feel like man? today? Oh my god, what, oh. Type, what kind of beast? Like, hello, mothership, you don't, you just, you did a good job, you know, kind yeah. of like, just highlighting this issue, but you just shot yourself in, in your beastly foot. La. It was a cheap shot, la, basically. It was a cheap shot, silly. man. So you can already tell that the person writing this is like, kind of wanting to shit on Seedly. So oh, Seedly, come on, man, you guys have to respond. Call this yeah, out. Drama. Yeah, drama. Man. This, what is this? Alternative <laughs> media drama. Yeah, that's why. Seedly versus mothership. Have a white collar boxing match, man. Yeah. That would be badass. Yeah, I would pay to see My that. My God. Yeah. My God. Wow, so, fantastic. so we'll put the, we'll put the links in, in the show notes. Have a look. 
DM us if you have got any thoughts because yeah. uh, we are curious to know what people think and also whether we are just being too critical about these articles. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, Fridays, weekend, who the hell wants to be so uh, concerned about semantics and all that? Yeah, for sure, we'll so, yeah. just be having a beer like Ho Ching in her Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> funny that our, our goofy topic for this week is also in the realm of politics but mixed in with a bit of tech. Yeah. Right. So, 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 so Terence, what, what's, what's, the, what's the goofy thing that happened this week? Um, I would say the goofy thing is that uh, one of our ministers, Singapore ministers, because Singapore has always had a very contentious relationship with electric vehicles to the point where Elon Musk even just tweeted that, that uh, Singapore, Singapore is not supportive of electric vehicles. He right? just tweeted. No, no, I mean, he, he oh, has oh, tweeted before yeah, in the past. Before. And basically, yeah, we, we don't, you don't see Teslas on the road of Singapore because cause Tesla vehicles are, I mean, we don't really have a, a system of how to tax yeah. um, tax an electric vehicle yet. There so was that one guy last time who, I don't who tried know how, to bring in, right? Yeah. He, got, he got it in. There he got were, in. Yeah. And he had to pay more taxes than he would a normal yeah. shitty car. La, right? And that's what raised it up to Elon Musk la, because yeah. he tweeted, it went viral, Elon Musk tweeted. Yeah, yeah so, and then and this... Like uh, I think a minister Mas- Masagos, like apparently threw shade at Tesla this week by saying that um, having electric cars is a lifestyle <laughs> that Singapore isn't ready for. He's la. a minister for environment and water resources. Yes, Masagos. So he's the guy who takes care of the environment here, <laughs> la, Essentially, yeah. he said that uh, Tesla cars are just lifestyle assets and not so much a solution to cri- climate change. La. So yeah. so I think a lot of people took issue with the word lifestyle. Why, yeah. why so? Why so? And it was an article on Bloomberg. Yeah. Uh, to quote him, he says, "What Elon Musk wants to produce is a lifestyle." Yeah. So I mean, in in the full context of this is that uh, what Masagos was going for is that taking mass transit, which is public transport, like, is a better climate change solution than tooling around in one of his Tesla electric vehicles. Yeah. So that's that's the message that he sent to Elon Musk. Like. So, yeah, it's just it's just weird. Because yeah, what what Elon Musk wants to produce is a lifestyle. We are not interested in a in, in a lifestyle. So it just feels weird that you know the the other time when lifestyle was brought up is a very contentious word. Yeah, is you know what you know you remember what it is? Wait, wait, it sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Lifestyle, lifestyle, the homosexual lifestyle. Homosexual lifestyle. Oh yeah, the homosexual correct. Homosexual lifestyle. So so yeah, Singapore also is not very not exactly a, approving of the homosexual lifestyle. Yeah. So I, like, th- that this is painted as a lifestyle. Lifestyle, yeah. <laughs> All these kind of alternative lifestyles, <laughs> be it homo, homosexual or electric. <laughs> <laughs> you're either, either homosexual lifestyle yeah. or electric vehicle lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> electric vehicle lifestyle. So I mean, okay, the, the, uh, the bigger context to this is that during the NDP rally last week, uh, one of uh, PM Lee's uh, points that he addressed during the, 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 the speech was, yeah, la, Singapore, we are, we are going to be taking steps to combat climate change, which I think is great, finally. You know, like Singapore is such a small country. If there was one country who would be able to kind of radic- uh, revolutionize yeah. uh, environmental practices, I think that's, that's us. La, so I'm very happy. So this thing came up around that context. But yeah, it's just, it's also, I guess if you look at the, if you step back, I mean, Singapore is one of the, biggest petro petrochemical processing countries, countries in the world yeah, right yeah. and like every major petrochemical company has huge stakes in singapore because singapore is a fucking small island but we have this little island called jurong island which was i think made out of 10 smaller islands that were joined yeah. together and there's a huge petrochemical po- processing plant and that's one huge contributor to our gdp and i've always wondered 
why is it that yeah, of all countries, Singapore would be one of the easier ones to to you know like install change everything. Yeah, right? change everything, and like it makes so much sense. But then when you see these comments with that in the rearview mirror, you kind of understand that yeah. Then it, this is just one of those things that trying to justify why we can't is basically there's political and commercial impact mm. They would, but it just makes their excuses them them weird because he also said something. What is the this 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 is the, the kicker man, the zinger. Wait, let me find the yeah. So, so, so he did say, you know, if there's any country which can convert from petrol cars to 100% EVs, it will be Singapore. But he added, it would be difficult to develop adequate charging stations with 85% of the population living in, in high density government supported housing. And to quote, he said, just choosing a parking spot is already problematic. And now you want to say who gets the charging point? We do not have the solution yet. <laughs> but we don't have the solution for so many things, but because. Because we don't have enough parking <laughs> we lots. We don't have enough parking lots. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. You don't have enough parking lots. If I'm not wrong, uh, Tesla vehicles can be charged with regular power points. They just take longer. I. That's the thing. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. And, and there might be truth to what he's saying in certain ways. Yeah, but, but at the same time, <laughs> there are battery, uh, battery technologies are also improving such that you don't have to <laughs> always be charging it at a parking lot yeah. all the time. But that's the thing about Singapore. Like, whenever they need to change something, you know, they will do it. But when it comes to something that they don't want to do, it's like last time also shisha. Like, you know, yeah. we want to ban yeah. shisha or hookah because it's bad for health. But yeah. then you allow cigarettes. So these kind of arguments and like when you say, yeah, just choosing a parking spot is very problematic. Really? Yeah. Really, that's the reason because we don't have enough parking lots. But that's why... It- that's why the, uh, a bit troubling is the use of the word lifestyle. Because, uh. you know, I read an article recently that basically pointed out that the word heartlands, right, mm. was actually invented sometime in the early 90s by, I think, George Yeo or something like that mm. to describe a certain uh, segment of the electorate. La. But now we say heartlands and it seems like it just conjures up the, you know, the working class yeah, person yeah. and all that. So it, it tells you like people creating these words and using them for political ends actually works, you know, it sticks in public the public mm. mind. So when they use a word like lifestyle to describe the homosexual lifestyle as an alternative lifestyle, yeah. it makes you immediately like slowly, insidiously, it makes you feel like, oh, this is something that we can live without. This is something that actually, is that's alternative. True. Like okay. So yeah, when he uses it here, I feel like it's almost like he's trying to dismiss it as, oh, this is not something we even need to think about. It's a lifestyle that you choose. Do. Yeah, you like, don't have to even think about it. Like the, I mean, it's it's true because when I, when you said lifestyle, you know, the first thing that comes to mind are images of like, oh, you know, sitting by the poolside, drinking my pina colada, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's almost like there's a certain level of extravagance it exactly. implies, like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, we are hard, pe- hardworking people. We do not believe in this. So yeah, it's it's. I don't know whether it's just in Singapore where the lifestyle word has a bit of negative connotation, but yeah, it just feels like. My EVs must be a solution, not a lifestyle. But aren't EVs a solution? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and and Singapore How are they not a solution? The, the funny thing about Singapore is that cars are like such a huge status symbol here, right? So like, if you can, if you're, I mean, you will never be able to fully get rid of people's desire to drive nice cars or something like that. And if you can offer them a nice car that happens to also be environmentally friendly, doesn't that like kill two birds with yeah. one stone, right? Isn't yeah. that a good solution? So and that, to speak? that I think was the is the beauty of Tesla. Like they made electrical cars sexy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe what if you do? You let them import, but you want to tax it. There'll be people out there who'll be willing to pay fucking shit tons of money yeah. to just say they have a Tesla in Singapore. Yeah, exactly. So there are same so many ways you can pitch this. But when you say there's not enough parking lots, that's the reason <laughs> why we cannot have electric vehicles. Huh? <laughs> 
What? And the, the funny thing is that um, apparently James Dyson uh-huh. of Dyson Technologies is going to have his first Dyson electric car manufacturing plant in Singapore oh. next year. So as much as he says that it's a lifestyle, but we're invited now one of the world's like top billionaires to come here and build an electric vehicle facility here, which is Ooh, like... Ooh, the plot what? thickens. Because you can imagine he, there might be some informal or formal arrangement that, yeah, I will move to Singapore. Uh, they are also oh, wait, so just disclaimer, this is... Conspiracy. Tinfoil tin yeah. head moment. Everyone yeah, tin put on your tinfoil head. Put on your yeah, aluminium foil head. Yeah, we are not politically affiliated <laughs> and we have no no bearing, but this is just playing with a, with a cons- fun idea. Conspiracy theory lifestyle. Because, yeah, because, <laughs> because he, he is going to be building a huge factory in Singapore, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and it could be a very uh, real thing that he's saying, yeah, you know, I am debuting my electric cars in the market. Yeah. Singapore would be a perfect test bed, yeah. but you cannot allow other electric vehicles. Yeah, October like October 23rd, 2018. Oh my British technology company Dyson to build electric car in Singapore. The plot thickens. Channel News Asia. Yeah. So when this comes out, maybe like the, the, uh, the, the general message would be like, oh, you know what? We are okay with his lifestyle. Oh, what? Wait, James Dyson, you happen to have an electric vehicle car? Oh my God, this is perfect. It's no longer a lifestyle. It's, it's, not a, it's a solution. Yeah, it's a solution. <laughs> That'll be the attack line. Uh, yeah. The Dyson electric car, not a lifestyle. A solution. A solution. <laughs> my God. So, so, I mean, we are just speculating here. There's no, absolutely no evidence whatsoever that, that it's linked. You know, but it's just, I mean, words matter, especially especially when it comes to stuff in politics and, and all that. Words yeah. matter a lot. And it, like like what I mentioned, uh, the example of the word heartland now being such a common term that everyone understands what it means. The word lifestyle has a very, it's very easy to dismiss it as something that we, ne- we never ever need to think about, you know. And that's what I find is very This feels strange, like another know? argument at the core of this is Singaporeans not ready. Exactly. So we're not ready yeah. for Indian Prime Minister yeah. and electric cars. <laughs> Fuck, man. The Indian Prime Minister <laughs> the lifestyle. Indian Prime Minister lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the key word they need to use every time they want to discredit something, right? So Tarman driving in a Tesla is like the nightmare <laughs> of the PAP. <laughs> They'll be like, you know, in, in like other movies, in like pop culture, is aliens invading Earth. Yeah. Like Singapore, the politicians, they see this Indian guy in a Tesla, like, fuck, the world's gonna end. No, we're not ready. Yeah, we gotta well, clean that up with our Dyson vacuum. Oh cleaners. my god, yeah, just vacuum up all the Indians in electric cars. Uh. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can say that. I can say that. If you said it, then. Then, then there'll be a, a, a another video that comes out next week. Yeah, don't worry. I'm not going to fuck it up like that. Yeah, you're not going to fuck it up. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the lifestyle. The lifestyle. The beast, the beastly lifestyle. The beast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have to tame the beast, the Indian beast driving, driving around electric Tesla vehicles. He's with his electric vehicle lifestyle. <laughs> my God. Oh. How, why are we being, why oh are our God. own newspapers and politicians saying these this things about us? making us sound dumb, no? Yeah. Come on, man. Jeez, man. God okay. damn it. So, if you've got... If any of you are also like not 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 supportive of the, the electric lifestyle, yeah, we'd like to know your, your thoughts. But don't send it over uh, WhatsApp or, I mean, Instagram because that's all electricity-based. So, you can send it to us by pigeon, uh, hand snail mail or yeah. horse carriage. Eh? I can't guarantee that you'll find a parking spot for your yeah, horse carriage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. man. Exactly. But so. just thinking about um, something more positive, 
we yeah. come to our segment of the week, which yeah. is the one, one shook, shook thing. So, what is your one shook thing for this? Week? My one shook thing is a uh, is apparently uh, recently there was a survey that 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 spoke to a thousand one hundred and six respondents, Singaporean respondents, and they asked them a bunch of questions, but <laughs> apparently like a uh, thirty two, like. One in ten Singaporeans believe they're going to hell after they die. Yeah, yeah. I just found it. I just found it funny. Like, as in, this, this, it's it's not a, a a huge controversial survey, which is why I'm okay with just sharing that one statistic. The article on mothership does go into a bit more detail on the other questions, but I just thought that that one statistic that stood out was quite funny. Like one in ten Singaporeans believe they're going to hell uh, after they die. Like. and mm. twenty seven only twenty seven percent of the respondents would like to live forever. Oh, really? Only <laughs> yeah. 27%. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me also, would I want to live forever? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think... Would you want to live forever? Mm, no, because you wouldn't appreciate a lot of the things that yeah, you Yeah, exactly. Right? You'd be like, yeah, you know, I could go exercise tomorrow, but I'll just maybe do it in 200 years. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I think that's that's a lot less uh, rom- uh, romantic, romanticized a lot more than it actually is. Like. Yeah. So I'll put a link... In that in in our show notes, yeah. Terence, what about you? My one shock thing this week is actually, uh, I don't know if you've seen this ad by the the online e-commerce. I mean the e-commerce company Shopee. Yeah. Of, with their new brand new ambassador. Oh my god. Ronaldo dancing oh to their Shopee song. God. So I mean I I won't play it here, but uh. it's actually it's actually pretty cringy to watch because I mean everyone horrible. has I mean everyone our age has probably grown up like thinking of Ronaldo as one of the greatest ever to play the game yeah. but to see him like shilling so hard for e-commerce company doing the dance and doing that that swiping motion you know that, that money swiping motion yeah. it's just like why <sighs> goodness why why I mean, why? Yeah, why like okay you obviously don't need the money yeah. why and okay between the Messi Ronaldo debate yeah. I if you ask me who's the greatest player ever, I would lean towards Ronaldo. La. Yeah. Messi's yeah. the most gifted, but I think Ronaldo's the greatest. But now after this But ad- now after this, I'm like, <laughs> fuck man. How to how to how to how to support that claim? You know, like this this doesn't because to me the greatest is more is yeah, skills is one thing, but also the class. influence, the class, the impact. And you see this fucking video. Yeah, but it was oh. filmed in Singapore apparently. Oh, oh, when he was here. Yeah, when he was here. Remember, oh he was here a couple of weeks God. back or something. Oh my! God. Maybe he had no idea. Like, okay, you just stand here, you dance, you just do this hand thing. Yeah. And he fucks yeah. off la. Yeah. So oh I mean, I don't God. know, man. It's it's I I say it's my one shock thing because it's equally funny as it is like kind of sad when you think can about you, the career. Can you imagine what guy. Messi is thinking when he reads this? Yeah. When he sees the video, he's probably celebrating. Oh my funny. God! Oh my God! But he he has advertised some funny stuff like. You know the abs machine yeah, and yeah, the mouth, the, the mouth, mouth thing. Yeah, but this this one I think is like <laughs> another level. Like. I mean, because the abs thing, yeah, like he has abs and that mouth thing was yeah. almost like a meme. This is just, oh, it's uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll put the, a link to it and take a look and, and see what you say. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But that's that, what it's been. What's been on our minds for the past week? Yeah, and that is this episode of Yala. But as always, uh, if you listen to this, if you like it. If you can just tell one other person to listen to it, it would help us a lot. Yeah. Because we have been getting a lot of good feedback on this to the point where if we don't record a podcast and upload, uh, like during the week, we actually get people messaging us asking, where's the podcast? Which is great because it 
it, it lights the fire under our ass. Yeah. And, or, or if you're on any one of the platforms also, do rate the podcast. That yeah. helps us a lot. Yeah, it helps us a lot. Helps us a lot. We are now consistently amongst the top 50, I think, in Singapore podcasts, yeah. Yeah. which is cool uh, yeah. on Spotify. So, so yeah, if we can make it to the, the higher, that will be great. Yeah, because we want... We we want to speak to more beasts. In yeah, beasts. Well. <laughs> yeah, and and stop people from engaging in in the electric lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Have a have a good day, whatever day you're listening to this on. Enjoy your weekend. Peace out.